The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Hello and welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. Over the last weekend, I was at the 1858 Garnett House Hotel in Garnett, Kansas. If you want to check that place out, I believe it's 1858hotel.com. If not, you just go to Google and type in 1858 Garnett House Hotel. The place is super active. I'm lucky to be good friends with both the owners and have gotten to spend a lot of time down there. This time was Austin Spurrier's birthday, and he is the son of Justin Spurrier, who is one of the owners, and he decided that he wanted to put together a three-day documentary investigation for his birthday, and he invited me out as well as a few other people. It was a very good time. I did not make it down on the first night, but on the second night we had some great um, experiments and investigation that we did on the second night. We did as well. I don't want to give away too much, but I can say that I had a blindfolded Ouija board solo session in one of the upstairs room where we were, or I was the only one in the building for 30 minutes, and it was pretty intense. That documentary, once it comes out, I will share that around. So while I was there, I decided to bring my podcasting gear and interview just a quick little thing with each person that was there. One about who they are, their first paranormal experience, and a paranormal experience that really affected them. So we have some good stories coming up in this episode. First, we got a person that I had just met, and he goes by Keeper of the Second. And he's not necessarily a paranormal investigator, although he's done a few now. He's out of Texas. He is a urban explorer, so if you look at at Keeper of the Second, spelled out on Instagram, you can follow him on there. He is, like I said, an urban explorer, MMA, a bunch of different other fighting styles. But we talk paranormal and some of the experience he's had over the last couple years of starting to go on a few investigations. Then I talked to Austin Spurrier, or Spurrier, Austin Spurrier, about a few things, including some good stories. I've known Austin since he was in sixth grade when he went on his first investigation, which I happened to be at with his father in a barn down the street from his old house. We talk a little bit about that and more about what he was planning to do put together for the weekend then i talked to gary he is a paranormal investigator out of kansas i believe he didn't really go into that sort of um much about himself but i can say that you can find him on tiktok let me look real quick well anyways he does say it at the end of his section or his segment um all of them do about where you can find them online so have fun with that then after that so some time ago the beginning of october i went to one of the days of the haunting history paracon that david glidden put on now, I had to leave early, so I only got a couple segments in. 
And I didn't get nearly as much as I wanted to that whole weekend because I had to end up leaving early. But I do have some content from that. First, before the episode, before the conference started, I pulled David and his podcast co-host Charles Fort aside to talk about the Paracon beforehand. I, my plan was to do a afterwards or kind of in the middle to get a sense of how he thought everything was going, but I didn't get to those. But we do talk about the Paracon and what was going to happen there, as well as a few other things. Then while at the Paracon, I pulled Doug from Haunted Souls to talk a little bit about what he has going on. And I also got to pull aside Aaron G. Thompson of 28 Days Haunted, who I knew previously, and as I had him at a couple of my Paracons, at least one. But this was before the show came out, and... It was going to, I, I don't remember exactly what we talked about though, since it was a month ago, but you get them now. He does go into a little bit about 28 Days Haunted, so I hope you enjoy this episode. We will be back after Thanksgiving. Till then, check out podbelly.com, our podcast get network, and don't forget, we have it at the beginning of episode every episode but if you are in the kansas city metro or traveling through stop at big rip brewing company they are a longtime sponsor and every beer that they have is great so like i said we will be back after the holiday and back to some paranormal topics I do have a few things in the works, and we do have a potentially large, a, a potentially large thing happening for us after Thanksgiving. I can't go into it too much until it comes out, but I'm excited about that. Look for the potential that the show can blow up huge we're <laughs> I, I wish i could say but we'll be back next week till then have a good one i wanted to say peace out but that's kind of josh's thing so you just get how have a good one i guess i could end it with uh my motto which is life should always be an adventure there you go all right this is jason with the ectoplasm show i am at the Garnett House, 1858 Garnett House Hotel in Garnett, Kansas. I've been here several times. Talked about it on the show several times. But I have a new guy that I just met last night on the show to talk about himself. And they introduced you as Keeper, mm-hmm. which is part of your Instagram handle mm-hmm. and probably your, the rest of your online handles. Yeah. But your name's Henry. What do you prefer? I Honestly, I would, uh, I would probably... I I go for a keeper of the second, so that's what I usually I go by. I don't really give my actual name out. Sure, sorry. In the whole no, you're good. <laughs> in the whole paranormal and the whole exploring community as well. What uh, is a keeper of the second? Uh, it's honestly, it's uh before my friend uh, passed away, she gave me it. So the name keeper of the second is to enjoy every second that you have. That's cool. So that's what I've been going by, and that's what I've been doing, enjoying. Is it um. What does that actually mean? Now, you don't have to tell us if it doesn't, but that's just a name she gave to you. But what is there a meaning behind it? Yeah. The So the whole, like, Keeper of the Second, it's just, I guess I enjoyed every moment that I had. Okay. I captured, because I am a photographer. Okay. I explore abandoned buildings. I do all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. And I just capture the moments, capture everything that I see through the eye. That's uh goes right along with my my motto is life should be an adventure and I try to live that way. It sounds like you kind of do that too. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're at a haunted place, so we might as well talk paranormal. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> tell tell me about your big haunted story. Like if you had one, we'll get into more. But if you had one, I want to start out with what is your personal most profound happening haunted wise or even any paranormal it could be ufos bigfoot anything like hit me mm-hmm. with your story that 
affects you the most or affected you the most i that that's a tough one but honestly like within the like last four to five years that i've been actually taking paranormal kind of serious i would probably say last year when uh gary and gary took me to the demon theater demon theater i have not been there i've i know that justin's been there and Mm -hmm. my friend shaggy has been there and gary and and uh i can't forget the other guy's name but um (laughs) But yeah, so at the Demon Theater, which is in Dodge City, Kansas, mm-hmm. right? Dodge City, yeah. So what happened? Uh, that was, well, I was trying to plan out the trip for Kansas for a few days. I told Gary, he was like, well, we can do this, that, and that, or we could spend two days at Demon Theater and then go whereabouts. So I was like, screw it, let's yeah. let's do the two days overnight there, slept there, ate in there, did everything. Um you know, normal night. We got in about like four, three in the morning. The first night, uh, unpacked, started to do an investigation, started rolling. That night, um, we did the sound deprivation, where uh, okay. Gary last night he did the same thing, tied me up, mm-hmm. handcuffed, and I was just listening while they were talking through the mic, through the walkie-talkie, and it was just left and right, just coming out and. I honestly, was it, it was through a spirit box, right? I was I was listening through the uh, Nacrophonics, okay. the app, through there, and then my buddy as well. He was going through the spirit box, okay. so we had two going on, and I mean that whole experience there was just different. I kind of opened myself up too much, yeah, and um, things changed. Everything uh, everything changed after that. I, I want. I want a little more, little bit more tell how it changed. Like what changed from what? Like my attitude towards the paranormal, it kind of just like I started to, I kind of provoked it to the, to my limits, and I kind of wanted to so see. So before it was kind of an interest, but you weren't taking it. As I wasn't seriously? taking it seriously. Okay. Yeah, I, it was more of like, all right, cool, paranormal. There, there's stuff there because mm-hmm. my mo- my mates mostly thing is abandoned places i just go in there i'm an urban explorer i explore Mm -hmm. abandoned buildings that's it but as soon as i came into it i was like all right cool let let me not get my whole feet in there it all wet let's let's just go in it because i was i'm a shy guy i'm a shy guy towards everything i'm usually quiet letting the like the professionals do the whole paranormal and i'm just there watching but i kind of wanted to just push the limits and yeah see what happened and it kind of just showed me everything and now um, and now you're on a different path with different it. path different kind of different criteria different wanted to see more see what else is in there yeah so from the demon theater um you had mentioned last night to me and everybody else here and i think you were here with them probably mm. um You've been here before. I have, yeah. And you had a pretty profound experience last time you were here as well. Mm, I've that had. They were saying, I didn't hear you say, but they were saying while we were out in the van that you hadn't done anything since then. Yeah. Paranormal-wise. I, that whole trip, I haven't, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I, I was on like, um, I want to say I just like that whole, that whole trip kind of just kind of messed with my whole mentality and everything so was that the same trip as the demon theater demon theater okay, we so went that to, was april we of last year april of last year okay. we did three nights there at demon theater and then our last night was here okay. at the garnett house and it was just like after that i was like i'm done i i need a break i need a sure. refocus re reset my whole mentality of the whole paranormal but you're back. Yeah, I'm back. You were invited out for the birthday party. Birthday party. And are you going to keep, you, I think you now you, you're back in it, right? You're feeling like you're back in it? You we'll wanna, see. You'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Honestly, it's just it's it's just one of those things like, cool. I, Elliot Austin invited me out here to see, you know, I haven't seen him in a minute. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, come up here. It's my birthday. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Let's Let's just see what happens. And then I guess just kind of just like, all right, cool. Let's well, see how we'll, far. We'll let Austin's uh, documentary flesh out what happened last night. But yeah. you had a pretty intense it was uh, 
uh, solo session last night. It was. It was. It was. I think that's where my limits. I now I know where my limits are yeah. at. After after last night, it was something else. So by limits, you mean that you wouldn't push it past what you did, or um, you don't see yourself investigating in the future on what I do. Okay. On what I do, I'll probably work work my way back up there but as of right now it's just i'm still still trying to get back into it fully but you are an urban explorer and i do a little bit of that myself not probably not nearly as much as you do Mm -hmm. but are you going to start adding that into i mean i i wouldn't be able to help myself if i was walking around exploring an abandoned place thinking about what might be in there i might set down a recorder and see what i might get Mm -hmm. Even if I'm just passively seeing if there's anything that happened there, do you th- do you do any of that, or do you see yourself doing any of that? As of no, not really. I mean, honestly, with the whole exploring and stuff, I I there I get paid to do it, okay. so I'm in there to do get my photos, get sense. out, and I mean, I have things. I have I've taken things from old places, mm-hmm. you know, X-rays, books, sure. signs, actually, uh, old documentation from. Uh, an asylum doctor writing about what he did to his patients, yeah, how long they survived <laughs> and everything. And it's just like, it's one of those things like that. That's my business. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've kind of just wanted to keep it that way. Yeah. But I mean, I have my people, my ins and outs sure. of for the whole paranormal y'all Gary. And mm-hmm. then the paranormal files who I've been sure. doing their paranormal with them for years sounds like you and I have a lot in common because <laughs> I also collect things from abandoned and haunted places and I have like a room full of them, mm-hmm. including books exactly that describe pretty much what you did. What they are day to day within a hospital of what happened. This person got out. This person took this. This person did that. I have a, a stack of three ring notebooks that are this kid that drew the same picture every day from an insane asylum. Jeez. But yeah, I have stuff exactly like that, but before you went to the demon theater mm-hmm. did you have any paranormal experiences in your life just in everyday life from before that i mean i i've had things i've had the opportunity to uh do a mini documentary over yorktown memorial hospital okay i spent a whole week you there. did mention that place yeah. to me last night it, it it was one of those places and it was just like I've I've helped those people as helped the caretaker help the owner you mm-hmm. know keeping the building up to date and stuff and then, you know, I'm, I was in film school at the time, and I was like, hey, I need to work on a documentary. Yeah. Owner was like, hey, I'll give you the the whole place for a week. You do what you need to do and have fun, enjoy it. Cool. And, you know, at that time, just filming and stuff, you know, I just, throughout the day, and I'm, I'm there alone, so I'm listening, and, you know, they're calling out. It's like you hear the whole doctors walking around. Yeah. Hear the nurses talking, and, and, and just like, I had to stay in there one moment and it just, it felt like a normal day for them. But for me, it's like, what the hell, Yeah, you know, what's going on kind of deal. But I mean, that kind of Yorktown was like more of the, like kind of the push for me to go into it because okay. that wasn't the first time I've been to Yorktown, mm-hmm. but it was like maybe five years ago where I had like, I actually saw things crawling on the wall. I saw legit came in front with what we call red eye the demon down there who yeah i came face to face with him i've i've seen the doctor actual fallout body operation my buddy she and i were doing photos for the for the documentary and it was just us two and she sent me this one photo and i can show you here in a minute and we she took a shot down the hallway and she was like hey we're the only two right i was like yeah why She's like, tell me what the fuck this is. Kid you not, full body operation, straight looking at us, like clear as day. And it was like, kid, we found out later that day, Yeah, uh, he was the one who did the triple homicide. Oh. He killed his girlfriend, killed the patient, and then killed himself. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. And at least it didn't scare you away from this overall. No. Even if you're not going to be actively trying to go out investigating you're here right yeah, now I'm here rather right than now, yeah. saying no thanks yeah i'm here that's very cool 
I do wanted to ask you about, you said you are a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Maybe where somebody can find you all of your films or, or, or film or have you made a film? I've made films, but it's mostly private, you know, okay. private corp- private companies and stuff sure. who ask for it and stuff yeah. like that. But okay. I mean, most of, most of my photography work is on Instagram. Yeah. You know, it's at keeper a second. Okay. So everybody can check out there, you know. I'm and that's so- spelled out, right? Keeper, Keeper of, of the, the Seconds. Second. Yeah. Okay. And I, will, I tagged you in some stuff, and we'll put it out there in the mm. show notes for this as well. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners? I'm just ready for night two. Let's right. see what happens. Yeah, me too. This is night, night three for you, right? No, night two. You weren't here the first night? Mm-mm, I wasn't. Okay. I Neither drove. I. So. I drove all that night, and I was yeah. just watching it. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Um. If anything crazy happens tonight and it's like Austin isn't like, well, don't talk about it yet. We'll probably come in here and talk. Yeah, about we'll it talk more, about so. it. All right, cool. All right, I'm back. I am still at the 1858 Garnett House Hotel. And now I'm with Austin Spurrier. How's it going, everyone? It's the first time on the show. It is the first time on the show. Super stoked about it. I've known you for a long time. I remember not too long ago, I found this photo of me, you, and your dad in a barn. I think you were like middle school or younger in that photo. Yeah, that I think that would have been sixth grade, and that was actually my first ever investigation. Yeah, I and remember that. Now, thanks for inviting me down for your birthday weekend, man. This has been fun, yeah. and I didn't get make it out the first night, but... Nah, it's all good. Always, always a great time having you here. We always have a blast, you know? Yeah. And with these experiments that I'm putting on the three nights, it's just, it's awesome, you know, to have you here. Thanks. It's amazing. I, um, yeah, you're an adult now and you're in the paranormal field now. And tell me, like, what was it like growing up with it? You don't have to get too detailed, but you've kind of always been in this world because your dad was always in this world, right? That's true. So you, you've grown up as this being a big part of your life. Absolutely. I've had experiences ever since I can remember. My first being when I was four, I'd say. You know, I can remember back that far. Um, a house here in Kansas that we lived in. You know, when you're younger, you see things a lot different. You know, it's just weird how that is. But in my closet, it was like. Uh, the best way I could describe it was little worms coming out of the of the what color were they? It was almost like the carpet was moving. So whatever oh, okay. color the carpet was, almost mm-hmm. it's just weird that that's how I remember it. And you know, I remember one time, how I would say nine or ten was probably one of my scariest experiences. That would have been like my second experience, probably, where I literally had like, man, this is crazy because I haven't talked about this in a minute, but. Different house, by the way. A hand, I was sleeping in the living room, and a hand, like, hit the window, and it, like, screamed at me. Yeah. Like, late at night, I was just going to bed, a hand hit the window, and screamed at me. And it still sounds so unbelievable. I haven't shared that story in so long, but those are a few things that I've experienced when I was younger, and it just happened from there, you know? And my dad was actually, like... I have a few siblings, and they've known that ghosts were real ever since they were young. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't told that there's things in other dimensions, and you can contact spirits until I was in middle school. You know, he always held held back on telling me, but it just went from there. And, you know, now I'm, like, part-time investigating, you know, yeah. part-time ghost hunter. I love it. That's awesome. What's What's your favorite story from here? Favorite story from here, man. If it's a part of this weekend, I know you're putting something together. I, I don't want you to have you know put that out on here, but you have like an overall thing from here that just like pops out of your mind. I'm always into the spiritual warfare, as draining as it is. You know, when you have the good energy and you have the bad energy, and it's just kind of all around you, and you just feel it. It's just that it's just that rush that you get. I personally enjoy the spiritual warfare. You know, I'm, you know, not just focused on the good, but you know, also the bad. I mean, when you're in this field, you kind of have to 
accept both because they're both there. Mm-hmm. The spiritual warfare part of things really just stand out. Uh, on certain nights especially, it's, it's a lot more intense than other nights. But activity-wise, it's everything. You know, every time I come here, something always happens, whether it's a shadow figure, disembodied voices, great spirit box communication. Like, every time I'm here, it never disappoints. So for this weekend, we're here for a specific purpose of something that you're going to be working on. Would you want to mention it and give a little snippet of what it's going to be about as like a teaser for when it comes out for Absol- people, for the listeners to look forward to? It? Absolutely. I'm, I'm very hyped about this, and this is going to be the most time I've ever put into an edit and into a film. We're actually doing a documentary, three-day lockdown here. I am actually haven't been able to leave this location the past 40 some hours, probably 50 now. We're trying to think here. We got here Thursday night, staying until Sunday morning. That's near 72 hours that I'm here inside of this extremely haunted location. Three nights, three experiments, and just night two was wild. You were there for that. Yeah. Night night one as well, and I I think night three we're just going to take it a step further. I, w- I mean, I was only here last night, right? But I feel like, and I've been in here a lot over the years, I feel like there's an energy in here ready to release today when I got here. Oh, absolutely. What we have planned tonight is kind of a light versus evil type of deal. So we're going to split up into, into groups this time. As the last experiments, we've been just kind of doing solo. So this is definitely a little change. And just to see how... The, the energy is and how different spirits react when you got a team downstairs with positive intentions and then you have a team upstairs with negative intentions. I'm very curious to see how the spirits here will, will react to that. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you want to, uh, we'll get you back on here throughout the night when we can just pop in here, but you want to throw out where people can find you online real quick. Yeah, for sure. You guys can find me on uh, all my paranormal content is on TikTok at Spiritual Elite, E-L-Y-T-E, and YouTube, Austin Spurrier. That That is where I post all my paranormal content, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, go check that out. Subscribe to his stuff and tell him that we sent you guys over there, and we'll be back with more from the 1858 Garnet House. Uh, later, long time for us, but like immediately for you guys. Yes. All right, I'm back at the 1858 Garnett House Hotel, and I'm with Gary, and I want Gary to tell me a crazy paranormal story that happened to him. And don't leave out details. I want to hear about it. Our listeners want to hear about paranormal activity personally witnessed. All right, well, uh, getting into that, I mean, the most profound paranormal activity or experience I've had is actually at the 1858 Garnett House Hotel. Um, I was actually upstairs um, in the ladder room, and if anyone's ever visited this location or investigated it, there's a ladder that leads to the attic up there. Um, I was actually up there with a group of individuals, and uh, we were asking some questions, doing some birth sessions, and it sounded like someone was dragging a granite slate across the attic and then just dropped it and it just shook the whole entire house. And this was, you've been here several times, right? How long, at what time period? Like a year ago? Uh, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many people were here? With uh, you? That was uh, four people here. And they, did they all hear it or just you? All four of us, yes. Yeah. You guys were all in the same room? Same room. Um, we had three cameras, so you know you had the front angle, the two sides. Everyone was all covered, so no one was contaminating. Uh, and as always, you know, a certain individual always runs a recorder. Sure. From start to finish, um, we didn't capture anything visually, but audibly, it was very startling. Yeah, it, I it, bet. I mean, we and we couldn't debunk it. It, it was. Yeah. We don't know if it's paranormal, but it's. So unexplained. I mean, there's, from time to time, there's been things up there in the attic. I can think of a, maybe a chair, but even a chair falling over isn't that loud. I mean, it wouldn't shake 
the floor like you the way you described it with a granite slab i imagine that dust would be falling from the ceiling and it was uh, kind of vibrating and shaking even the room that you were in and nothing that i could think of that i've known that's ever been up there could do that right because it's either a chair or just wood up there Mm -hmm. and it's it's so distinct the sound like you know when if you take a stone or a rock and it drags across wood Mm -hmm. scraping yeah and if it's a metal chair or a plastic chair, it's obviously got more of a distinctive sound. You'll have, like, the hollow drag. Yeah. It was heavy. You could feel the heavy vibration. And then it built up, stopped, and then boom. Um, That's the first time I've heard of that particular thing within this building. Um, I don't think I've heard anybody else describe something similar. And it was, like, very quiet for about an hour before anything we weren't getting nothing no activity no evidence and then until we called out a specific entity and it just right on command wow do you mind saying what the entity was or who the entity was that you were calling out um well we believe what everyone knows if you visited this location at the 1858 garnet house hotel um the entity it goes by the name the grinner um it takes a form of a very large figure with a big smile, sharp teeth. Um, it can have uh, sinister motives. Uh, it can go whatever it does. I feel it preys on your fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that it doesn't need to get charged up. I think it just does what it wants on its own time. So, but yeah, the name it goes by is the Grinner. So if you ever visit here, just, be careful and yeah uh, you're gonna get what you for so going back in time a little bit before around what age would you say you got interested in the paranormal field was it because you had an experience in your own life like how did you get into this field and if it was an experiment or an experience please tell us about that experience if you don't mind um, yeah i'm getting goosebumps now oh boy <laughs> uh, i was about 10 years old at my grandmother's house um, she has like a, like a deep freezer in the basement and that's where she used to keep like all the ice cream and popsicles sure. and your kid, you know? Yeah. And I went down there and, uh, as I was down there, I lifted it up. I'm getting like chills just thinking about this. And, uh, I took out like the, you know, like the old little push pops. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I grabbed one of those and I heard, don't do that. So I thought it was like one of my grandparents mm-hmm, sure and i turn around nothing's there um so i'm leaving the deep freezer and you have to walk around the sofa and then you have like a tight corner and then there's the main hall and you have to go back up the stairs so when i hit the main hall it looked like this old man probably about five six five seven with like shoulder length hair big big nose like profound nose and it, he just like looked at me like you know like with the elongating mouth like mm-hmm. uh, like really uh, yeah and it just didn't make a no- noise nothing just stared at me and then i looked down because as a kid you get scared right sure of course and then i, I mean I, I would imagine i didn't have an actual ghost experience until i was an adult i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just wanted to give a little reference i didn't have i had ufo experiences when i was younger but i could imagine you you kind of like it one it's an adult but it's also a scary adult that's not supposed to be there looking at you in a weird way you would be terrified oh i was um frozen shock um i probably set the world record for running up the stairs um and then from that moment on probably from 10 years old to my late teens, I kept having recurring dreams of that staircase. And every time I tried to get up the staircase, I couldn't. It's like the stairs would turn into a slide. Oh, and yeah. I'd keep going back down. I never could escape to that point where I was always standing. And it haunted me forever and ever and ever. Um, that's what got me interested into the paranormal. But I didn't really dabble and get into the scientific part and, you know, yeah detective and getting making sure. contact with it because as a kid you don't know yeah um but 
um, from that moment on, the interest kicked off, and then now I've just been doing it for a little over 15 years and gone everywhere and you have yeah. experiences. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your stories. We might pop in here out throughout the night, and um, I'm going to kind of compile all these together, I think. Um, but, yeah, thanks for coming on. I know you said you didn't want to go into who you are. You don't have to. If you want to put any social media or anything that somebody can find you at, you can. If not, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, um, you don't have to at all. No, no, I, I just, there was I'm a just, weird yeah. like sex sound from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, my name's Gary. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, the only thing I really use is TikTok because I do a lot of, like, live stream investigations. Sure. I do do, like, documentaries, but that's more of just, like, my, like, my given birth name. But okay. if you need to find me on social media, it's just the Haunted Alpha on TikTok. So. The Haunted Elf. Haunted Alpha. Elf, alpha. Okay, sorry. I'm yeah. losing my hearing it. Yeah. all right uh yeah go check out the haunted alpha on tiktok i'm sure it's spelled exactly how it yes, it's it is. supposed to be and go give him a follow and tell him that you heard him on the ectoplasm show hello and welcome to the ectoplasm show i am jason Koopsik and i'm in web city i don't know if anybody's ever heard of web city it's part of joplin missouri for the haunting history his, the Haunting History wow. Paracon <laughs> that mouthful. my good friend David Glidden is hosting this year's One Day Away. How are you feeling about it? Uh, Pretty anxious. This beer's helping. Yeah? Yeah. What are you drinking? Bud Light. Just Bud Light. Right. And we also got Charles with us of Boogeyman Radio with David Glidden. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Yeah. Also drinking as well. Drinking a nice Seagram's. What flavor? Uh, it is the Calypso Calata. Those nice. are hard to find, apparently. Really? Yeah. I love these. These are my, This is probably my favorite <laughs> flavor. Because I drink all of them? Is that what it is? I think it's got to go over your head. Yeah, I did. I don't know what you're talking about. What's it sound like? Calypso Colada. The clit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, we know what's on David's brain. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the only There's person thinking about that. in this house right now. <laughs> <laughs> when is it not on my brain? Come on, guys. Uh, so, um, this is going to go out immediately when we're done recording, so people will have time to potentially listen to it before this weekend and get out here. Tell us about your event. It's going to be a great event. Uh, we start Friday uh, at noon. The doors will open for people to come in, enjoy the vendors. Uh, there's going to be a few speakers on Friday. Uh, Denise and Ron Pridemore, who were tour guides at the Sally House. We've had Denise on the show a long time ago. Oh, yeah. On the Sally House episode. And she does uh, the Paranormal Pride podcast as well. Uh, they'll be speaking there. Um, myself, I'll be doing a presentation on spook lights being that it's Joplin and we got the Joplin spook light out here. What better topic? I've seen spook lights. I don't know if it was the Joplin spook light. Are we still going to go out and look for that? We can, we can still do that. I'm down. I'm down for anything. Of course. If we got time. I mean, (laughs) and depends on how many, how much drinking we do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, there's that, uh, Jessica Potter is going to be speaking tomorrow as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about her because I, I was actually unfamiliar with her until now. She, she actually does a lot of, uh, gallery readings. She actually does them, uh, worldwide. I think recently she was in England doing one, uh, but she's going to be coming out. She's going to be giving a presentation at three. And then the doors will close at 5, but uh, they'll reopen for those that want to attend a psychic gallery reading featuring Jessica and Aaron Eck. Um, so that's going to go on for two hours. And uh, You're going to have vendors during the day on Friday, too. Yes. Yeah, vendors will be there the entire time. What type of vendors do you have? Uh, we've got Celestial Crystal Healing and Stones. They'll be there. Uh, John Long and Susan. Um, and then we've got Michael Schultz, who does a lot of paranormal yeah, artwork. He's done... Uh, stuff for us for ectoplasm show we he did our beer beer uh labels and and uh, i'm very familiar with Michael. and I, I believe you you introduced us uh at the casey or casey comic-con so yes um the planet comic-con oh see the one with the i gotta uh, get that right because there <laughs> are two events and yeah okay was oh, he the one with the uh oh gosh all the cryptid stuff? Yes. Oh, that was really mm-hmm. cool that, yeah. that guy was really nice can't wait to see him again he's very talented yeah and uh, then there's a I forgot what their actual name is. I know the people's name. I don't remember their business name, but they uh, 
they make a lot of pendulum boards and uh, Ouija boards oh, and cool. things like that. Uh, a lot of mystical items. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff people can expect coming out to that they're going to get to see. Yeah. For um, the vendors. So Saturday, Saturday, you got speakers and a concert. Saturday and an investigation. A, yeah. Saturday's the busy day. That's, I've got the speakers spaced out enough to where people that want to enjoy the speakers and still, you know, chat it up outside of the speakers and, and with the vendors and stuff and some of the special guests, uh, they can do so. So there's a lot of time in between speakers for that. Um, but during the day, we've got Aaron Thompson, uh, who's on his way here. Yeah. Um, he is part of the new show on Netflix, the 28 Days Haunted. I was very excited to see that because I met Aaron is the same time you did yeah. when I had him out for Casey Paracon like two years ago. Three years, three years ago. Was, yeah, 2019 was, was the first year I think he came out. To, that's, that's the last year I had the event. It may have been longer, actually. Maybe I don't. Maybe know. one more year, but I mean, yeah, because it, it, there was a reason he came. But yeah, so he he's going to be speaking. Yeah, he's going to be speaking. Um, we've got the PRI who is speaking, the Paranormal Research Institute. Yes. They are dropping some big news um, at the Paracon. It's going to mm-hmm. be the first announcement of it. So yeah, we won't say it on here and ruin their yeah, very yeah. announcement. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very happy for them to be able to get this out there. Yeah, because it is. Pretty good news. When it's it. been their focus since they formed several yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, one of the big focuses. That they well, had. I mean, uh, so there there was PRI, and then they kind of brought Mike Nichols in can, when when they met him at the Kansas City Paracon as well. He really impacted and that. And then they, since then, they've had this goal for what uh, it's going to happen for them now. Yeah, which is great, and I can't wait for everybody to find out about it. Um. We will interview them during this weekend, and I'll release the episode later after they have a chance to announce it and everything. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've got Carter Bushcart, who's going to be coming out. He is a field researcher for, and investigator for MUFON and the BFRO. Um, he's written a couple books on Sasquatch, and uh, he's going to be selling those. Um, I, I'm not sure what he's going to be speaking about. I think it's probably going to be Bigfoot. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Um, I, I've watched some of his interviews on, uh, some other podcasts and he's a very well-spoken guy, very knowledgeable. Um, so I'm kind of excited to, to actually hear him give a presentation and then, uh, uh, Katie and Katie Stafford. Yeah. Uh, KD is, uh, the founder of Supernatural Inc. He's also on the shows Ghost of Morgan City and Ghost of Devil's Perch, which are on Discovery Plus and Travel Channel. Um, they both build equipment for Portals to Hell, Jack Osborne's show. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they'll be speaking. They're also going to be selling equipment, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, because all these speakers will also be at tables. Yes. For the most part, where you could have time to walk up and talk to them. Um, can't say that they'll sit there the whole time, of course. Right. But, um, and then... Yeah. So, after the speakers are all all done, um, the doors will close at 6, and then at 8 p.m., we have a concert featuring Randall Shreve. Uh, Randall is a unique cat. Uh, this guy has found a really great way to blend rock music and burlesque. Oh, okay. Um, but he's going to be performing solo uh, at this thing, but it... He, even his solo acts. I was gonna say sounds so. Awesome. Is it are so? Amazing. Is he just like a one man band, or does he have a band he with him? He has a full band, but uh, he's just gonna be a one man band okay. at the out here uh, now. Booking his one man band was a pretty penny I, because it's a bigger band. It's sure. not like your four four piece set. Yeah. It's, it's several people. Um, but even just his solo act is is phenomenal. Like yeah, he was he was great. You showed me some of his stuff, and he sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, his his show will be going from 8 to 11. Uh, you can get tickets for that separately if you'd like. And then at uh, 10 p.m., we have a ghost hunt at the Route 66 Movie Theater here in Webb City, Missouri. Now, you've been working with them for quite a long time, and you have uh, episodes, at least one, uh, yeah. there on your channel for a long time now. So tell us a little bit about that location and the activity there and the, the, the investigation, I'm assuming there's still at least a few tickets left for it. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the location early on, uh, the late 1800s is whenever Webb city really was founded. 
um, and the the family, the Webb family, own pretty much all of this property of Webb City, and um, they ended up building this hotel right there, long stretch of a of a building uh, for the miners because this is a mining area. Um, now, when it was a hotel, they had gambling, they had liquor, like any mining town, you have to have like sure. the the decadence, you know. You have to have things for them to do. Yes. And it's not always high class, especially exactly. for miners. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come in here, you're a miner. Uh, but the uh, the history of, just the history of that type of society in itself tends to lend itself to violent history and, sure. and things of that nature. And, you know, Joplin is no different. Um, but that building, after some time, ended up catching fire and most of it burned down and they built on top of the ruins. Okay. Um, parts of the actual building are still standing or are part of some of the shops out here. And you can see scorch marks on the brick, uh, where the building had burned. Um, now myself getting in there and investigating had a lot of, I've had a lot of experiences in there. And in fact, some of it was even captured by a news crew, uh, just doing an interview about yeah. haunting history and, uh, of course, the news anchor she didn't believe that she didn't believe in ghosts, you know, hauntings and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. I, is that that lady, uh, lady I met, Lauren Garnett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. Yeah. Um, so like when she was interviewing me, over like it, it sounded like it was between us. This breath just comes in during yeah. my interview, and I'm just like, y'all heard that right? And she heard it, and she didn't want to believe it. So I was like, you know what? Let me take you somewhere haunted. Like really, really haunted. Mm. You want me to prove this to you? I mean, that one that night we had the ball fly out of the closet and twice. I think that was the first time it happened for me there. Yeah, I don't know if that was the first time it happened in total. I think it might have been. Like no, because the no, ball was no, up it, there for a reason. That was one of right? the things that had been known. But that about. was around the time that that started happening because we had been going there for years before since they even that. bought it. So basically, yeah. But yeah, I mean that all sounds great and. uh I'm going to keep this little episode short so that it's just like a promo for the event. You go to hhparacon.com or hauntinghistoryparacon.com. They go to the same websites. Tickets are available for sale on the website up until the morning. I think the morning of, and then uh, you can get tickets at the door. Or now, what are the price of the tickets? So online right now, if you go single day, it's $15 and then uh, $20 for two days. But if you go to the doors, it's going to be $20 for a single day and then $25 for uh, both days. Okay. And, yeah, and then there's additional tickets for the reading and for the investigation and for the concert as well. You can Correct. see all of that on – there's links to all of that on the website. Or you can find Haunting History online on Facebook and, and other places, and you'll, you'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah. And the one other thing I'll have to say is with Eventbrite, they split it up into two days because it's a two-day event. So they split the tickets up also. So if on Saturday or Friday the tickets are all bought up for what you're wanting, go to the uh, the ne- other day and they'll be listed there and you can buy them there. But if they I still apply to uh, the same times. Yeah. If I had been thinking about it, I would have set you up with a better ticketing system that I know of, but it, it just completely spaced my mind. Uh, it, you already had that made. So maybe if you continue, is there plans if this is successful? Or are you thinking about doing it again in another year? I don't know. I mean, uh, you don't have to. You don't have to lock it in. But well, how no, are you no. feeling about it? Uh, I feel like I should buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's been. This is a stressful thing to do all by yourself. And uh, yeah. I mean, you've helped a little bit, and it, it's been great. Uh, but like for the most part, the stress is. Oh, I yeah, I mean that's kind of why, I decided not other reasons too but i've one of the factors did it for a long time at nine years and um it takes a lot out of you but i'm sure like if this is successful i'm sure it would be easier the following year it does get better and it does get easier like the first so the first year that i did it it was in a theater in mission kansas probably about the size i don't know maybe the size of the route 66 theater but i had six people buy tickets but everybody there said i organized it so well that i need to do it again so marketing has always been like the hardest thing for see events. and that's my strong point like is, yeah. is marketing I've well and, I, and, I, and it, it's not your fault but october is already a super busy oh my month God, is it so maybe if you do it again look at no I, i've been thinking about like if i did it again it would be a different date yeah. for sure 
Anyway, so go check that out, and we're going to get to drinking and investigating this big place here, and we'll probably be recording some other shows, uh, maybe slurring a little bit later. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> okay, I'm here with Aaron G. Thompson. How are you feeling today? Hey, guys, I'm feeling good. Thanks for uh, having me on. appreciate that. We are at the Haunting History Paracon in Joplin, Missouri, and actually we're staying in the same place all weekend, so I do want to get a more in-depth later in this weekend, but how are you feeling about this event today? I'm are pumped. You on, are you on point for the event? Absolutely. No, this is the, the first uh, um, the first time I'm, I'm out uh, really in over a year, you know? I yeah. filmed, uh, I'll, I'll yeah, say Yeah, why don't you mention yeah. what you filmed? Yeah, I, so I did this thing for Netflix. It's called 28 Days Haunted. Launches October uh, 21st on Netflix. So, yeah. So, filmed that. That was pretty epic. And I, I stayed silent. And even before that, I was silent, just uh, working. I was on research, but I, I'm trying to coin the term glow in the dark because, you know, yeah. I'm staying silent, but I still uh-huh. do my thing. Sure. And um, today, to be out in public with, with enthusiasts and fans and and just people that enjoy the paranormal and the supernatural. I'm so excited, so excited to yeah. uh, talk, share. Yeah, I haven't been out and done I – mean, I've investigated and I've been doing the podcast, right. but I haven't really been out and doing events in a long time either since mine was shut down years ago. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I like yeah, your events. Yeah, uh, people keep telling me to bring it back, but yeah, I just – well, I yeah. mean, I might. I don't know. Probably not. Um, so just give a little – like. What's the teaser trailer for your presentation today? Oh, oh. Uh, well, actually, my uh, the presentation. Um, so. And this uh, won't air until after the presentation, so. Right, right. So so the teaser. I'm just curious myself. So, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about, like, the just what I'm going to talk well about. you got an hour, right? Yeah, what, what yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you okay, going to talk about? Okay, so, so I'm coining it, and we'll see uh, – um, kind of where the flow goes, but I, I have a, a real big idea to take you on on a really an overall journey on my take on the paranormal, and it's it's going to be called uh, Get Your Hopes Up. And the reason why I like that title is because you, your whole life you get people, you know, don't, get, don't get your hopes up, don't get your hopes up, don't get your hopes up, but it's so subjective, and it's all perception, and, and they don't know what's going on in my head, and, and though I'm trying to achieve this thing, and the world thinks I'm trying to achieve this thing, really five beats below it, I'm happy, or, or even the attempt of me pursuing sure. make, you know, makes me proud. So the point of get your hopes up is you're not going to be able to do what you want in your life if you're just sitting around and not sacrificing that time to be happy. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I kind of take you on a, a journey that's probably going to get some tears in the, in the mix and, yeah. uh, and o- overly uh, – Complicate the idea of ghosts, probably, but I do collaborate with. That's all right. It's super complicated <laughs> yeah, topic. It, it can't it be. It can't be simple. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's I mean, fascinating. It could be, but we, d- we, we can't understand uh, that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I understand that. People ask me all the time. Well, how do you do this? Why do you do this? How do you get into this? You just do it. Yes, you just do it. Just take the first step. Um, you know, People and hold I'm themselves back all the time. And I, I collaborate with the leading scientists of free electricity, so there's some really cool experiments that, are, that in the future I want to be uh, working with and proactive with, some really cool things that we're already kind of doing in silence. And all ghosts, all afterlife, I dress myself as an afterlife preacher, which is kind of inappropriate because ultimately that's really what I've been going at this whole time. Yeah. And um, I'm going to uh, – actually, I'm, I'm going to share the trailer of 28 Days Haunted. And I have an uh, exclusive image still from the show that has not been seen yet. So I'm going to choose what you guys here watching yeah. see for the first time. Awesome. Well, I'll put in the show notes for whatever episode this is a part of the link to the trailer. If people haven't seen that yet, and this will definitely come out before that drops on Netflix. And Thanks for the five minutes in time. Hopefully, we get more time throughout the week or weekend to do a longer interview with you awesome. at the house while cool. having a couple drinks. It'll be fun. I love it. Awesome. Cheers, cheers. We are back at the Hunting History Paracon. We're still just getting started, and I have All Souls, not All Souls, Haunted, haunted souls. souls 
can you please, <laughs> since I got it wrong right off the bat, can you please introduce yourself and who you're with? Yes, my name is Doug Severs. I am uh, one of the investigators at Haunted Souls Paranormal. Uh, it's a group of three of us, uh, Dan and Zach and myself, on um, uh, paranormal events, uh, uh, paranormal investigations throughout the Midwest. How did you get started in the paranormal field? Maybe not even in the paranormal field. How did, how did paranormal things start in your life for you? So I've always had, uh, I've always had, well, I had an imaginary friend as a young, young yeah. child. So uh, I, I believed he was real, but I didn't know. Didn't. So what was um, his name or her name? Um, it was Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. So Stanley was uh, always always seemed to be there guiding me, and I don't know. I I don't see things or anything like that. It's sure. I've always had. You saw Stanley, though. I did see Stanley. Yeah. So, but since Stanley, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, from a young age. I got really into that thing. So now that uh, the last ten or so years, I've been really actively looking at yeah. haunted places. And has it always been with this group of people, or no? So I, uh, I, I, I started going through multiple different groups, but. Um, went so much to one group that they invited me to be an investigator yeah. and uh, I was with them for a year or two and uh, met Dan and said you know we should probably move out on our own. So, yeah. so where, what, what area of the country do you live in? Where do you live at? I currently live in Min uh, a suburb of Min or, sorry, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty far to come down to. Yeah. So You it was said uh, that this was your first like paranormal event that you're being a vendor at, correct? Correct. Uh, our first Paracon. Uh, so Dan... Dan's from St. Louis, and that's kind of where our head base, our base of operation okay. is. But we go all over the Midwest. So uh, what's the favorite place that you've been to so far? Oh, geez, I've been to so many, but uh, Melbourne Manor is one of my top. Oh, yeah, that Josh is the co-host yes. of this show. Is he really? Yes, he's my co-host. I've known Josh for years and years and years. I met him through an event like this that I used to put on. Josh is fantastic. Yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> we'll be happy to hear. Well, that. I'll tell you, uh, just a little story. Josh, um, when I was, I've been to Melbourne a couple of times, and uh, I have never seen somebody, a caretaker or owner, yeah. have so much passion. He puts his all into he it. Puts his entire all, and you know, really connects with the guests, and uh, it's it's a it's great. It's yeah. great to see that. Well, at least you're you're a little familiar with. He's the other co-host of this show. I had so no idea. He was supposed to be here, but he had things come up originally, and so. He didn't, but so what is what? Do, what do you guys do now? What where can people find you online that aren't here? Yes, and uh, what what can they find on your website and the stuff you guys sell items? So we tell do. me a little bit about what you're doing now with that. Okay, so um, you can find us at um, www.hauntedsoulsparanormal, and the souls has a z at the end, not an okay. s. dot com. Um, we have Facebook page, we have a website, we have TikTok. Um, all sorts of social media. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, uh, what kind of things do you sell on the website? Oh, yes. What, what inspired you to make these items? So, yeah, you know, that's been that's been a lot of fun. We've, uh, we make all of our own items. We have T-shirts and hoodies. Um, we sell a – this is kind of funny. We, ha we sell a cleansing spray that we make ourselves called Booby Gone. Yeah, I and saw so that. Yeah, we, uh, it's really great, and it's got a really nice smell, but – we use it after every single investigation, so there's nothing left. Yeah. Um, it also works really good in your home. Um, you can spray it, and it just lightens the energy in your yeah. house. So, um, but anyway, yeah, we sell that. Um, our newest item, actually, if you don't mind. Is, of course, uh, yeah. This is all about you. Yeah, so we have um, a Haunted Souls Zen box. It's a tiny little uh, thing. You'll have to see it on our website, but it's a coffin with sand. Uh, it comes with a bag of bones, and it comes with a Zen rake. And uh, it's a really, I don't know, I thought it up and yeah, it, it came as an idea and I put it together and it really looks That's nice. Cool. It comes in a good I'll, box. Um, I'll take a photo of that and I'll put it in the show notes of this show. Oh, fantastic. Um, as well as links to everything that you guys because I have your cards and everything. And hopefully I'm going to pull people in all weekend to do different things. This is just kind of a little introductory thing of who you are, you know, what you think of the event, but I know it just started, so uh, we'll get deeper in if you guys want to come back on for five-minute sessions talking about personal paranormal experiences. That's what oh I yeah. that's what I love that's hearing a great about. Topic. So, and then we'll also discuss you know the event as it goes. Okay, awesome. Thanks, hey, thanks thank for, you for coming doing in that. and uh, 
uh, hopefully we'll get you and your partner back on uh, throughout this, and it'll be a whole mashup of the whole weekend. That's my goal with this. Thank you.